Hi, and welcome to Average Joe's Football Podcast. I'm Mike, and I'm here with Tim. How's it going, everybody? Welcome to Super Wild Card Weekend. Weekend, weekend, weekend. We could have made that an effect. That was, you didn't have you to do it on your own. You got a mic. You got a mic. See, you <laughs> get it. A mic. It's, it's a, a mic. mic. Yeah, yeah. No, that, did you hear Romo say that? Uh, no. Yeah, you go, why are, we, why are we calling it Super Wild Card Weekend? <laughs> and Jim Nance is like, well, Tony, it's got an extra game. He's uh, like, oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Super duper, I guess, because I don't think it was like that last year. I think my reasoning was better. I don't remember what I said, but I, mean, I think it was better. That's a coin flip. I mean, you might be right. Don't bring up coin flips. Oh, God. <laughs> that whole thing. Sorry, Chad Johnson's paying the bill. Everything is fine. Um, but this has been, honestly, this is probably the best set of playoff games we've seen. There's only been one blowout. And it, and was, it was close for a while. The losing team, yeah. no spoilers, was ahead at halftime. Yeah. So I'll, I'll take that all day. I feel like usually someone blows somebody out. Even the Bills, who I thought should have destroyed the Dolphins, just right. they barely squeaked by. I think if – if they would have had better clock managers, they would have won the game. Mm-hmm. So, fun weekend all around. Mm-hmm. Hope everybody wants some money here in Ohio. I have an awesome bet going right now. If Tom Brady can just score, if Tom Brady scores two touchdowns, I make $700 off a $20 bet. It's awesome. Except they suck, Tim, and they can't win anything, apparently. Yeah. I, I thought I thought he would just, this would be different. I just thought he'd go down, they'll be in a prevent defense, and they're just going to let him score. I, that sound I, nice? We'll get to that game. It is kind of disappointing right now. Yeah, sorry. We got on the screen in front of us right yeah. now. So we're just watching this utter disappointment of a game. So mm-hmm. let's jump in. Let's, yes. Because now we can spend more time on games. And Can't I, wait. If, if you know me, I can just talk and talk and talk and talk. <laughs> yeah, so the first game was the Seahawks and 49ers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the 49ers ended up winning 41-23. to 23. Uh, But like Mike said, Seattle was up 17-16 and 16 at halftime. Mm-hmm. And it was... Like, San Francisco got off to a quick start, and then Seattle in the second quarter was putting it together. I mean, they were – they had 17 points in the second quarter. And then it was just in the second half, the San Francisco defense showed up and showed why they're the number one defense in the league. Yep, I agree. I, I do want to bring up a Brock Purdy, Trey Lance thing at the end of this, yep. this breakdown. Yeah, yeah. But, so, Gino, Gino, I don't know if he's the – I mean, he's 32, so he can't play – most quarterbacks side Tom Brady, you know, 38, 39, they start breaking down. So I think he might be the quarterback of the next, like, three or four years, possibly, if he plays like this. Um, he put a ball on a dime to Metcalf. They left yeah. Metcalf one-on-one on the outside. I mean, he couldn't. Just blew he past the guy. He didn't break, he didn't break stride. Yeah. I mean, Gino, it was like it was like a 40-yard handoff. Mm-hmm. It, oh, so, it's such a satisfying thing to watch. Yeah. It's like cutting Christmas paper. Happy <laughs> David with scissors, like, oh, <laughs> he's never broke stride. Um, Kenneth Walker, I feel like, got underutilized, but they got down. Like, he's a beast. He is. He really. I, I'm, I'm he's so quick. Excited. Yeah, he's quick. He really is. I mean, Metcalf finally ten catches, 136 yards, two touchdowns. He was a monster. Um, they say to the tell when I told it to Nicole, I'm like, they might give them fits because it's a divisional game. We had three divisional games, mm-hmm. uh, in the playoffs and you just, when you play each other for the third time, like, you know, what's coming, yeah. like, you know, the tendencies, you know, the weaknesses, it's going to be a good game. And it, it was for a bit. Yeah. I mean, Purdy struggled in the first half, like yeah. his, he finished 18 for 30, which is 60% completion, which isn't good. And in the first half it was, I mean, I think he was nine for 19 at one point. Yeah. Um, like, he was struggling, and that Seattle defense was getting after him a little bit. But McCaffrey played well. He, of course. He bailed him out. Debo had some huge carries and touches in the second half. Like, it was a fun game to watch. 
They've won 11 straight since that trade. Yeah, he's 6-0, isn't he? Uh, Purdy? Purdy? Yeah. yeah. Has, not only has lost, and McCaffrey hasn't lost as a running back. That's yet. wild. I know. I mean, we were like, oh, you know, Garoppolo's out. This is unfortunate. Tom Brady still can't throw. Look at that. Um, you know, and then he just I, – I do feel like Purdy – this was legit. I think this show that you're doing with the playoff – defense, mm-hmm. and you just balled out. Mm-hmm. Like you say, he struggled in the first half, but boy, in that second half did he do really well. So uh, the Niners obviously take the win. Seattle's eliminated. I think as far as all-season questions, Geno's contract's up. I think you have to resign him. You know, yeah. you have a high pick. Uh, maybe maybe they, t- maybe they say screw it, but I mean, a capable quarterback is hard to find. And breaking Russell Wilson's you know, passing yard record, that, that says a lot. Um, so I think they're going to resign him. Yeah, I feel like they can – with that fifth pick, they can trade down and get a, a quarterback if they want one that is more like a Desmond Ritter where he needs a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's not – if they re-sign Geno, they're not pushing this rookie to go play so he can just sit back and observe, basically. Mm-hmm. And Geno is going to be, you know, pushing for a wild card. Like, with – if they can keep Metcalf and Lockett, and then you have Kenneth Walker in the backfield. Mm-hmm. And that defense is young, so they're going to be better next year. If Geno can just play, you know, 80% of how he played this year, they should have a pretty good shot at a wild card. Oh, yeah. And then you load up two or three more, like, top defenders. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you, tra- if you trade out the first the, the, or the fifth spot, you could probably get at least one first-round pick, if not a second or a high yeah. second or something like you could load up on some pretty good defenders yeah. um, and be in a position to win now. I mean, you get a young receiver in there, too, that can do some damage. All of a sudden, you know, you, as long as you can best the 49ers, I mean, the Cardinals are in disarray. Uh, right. I don't know. I, I don't know if I trust the Rams. I was like, that, that Super Bowl was a fluke at this point. Um, yeah. McVay yeah, is coming back. Yeah, I know. But I don't know if I, – I don't know. I feel like almost – uh, oh my god, why do I keep wanting to say Sam Bradford? Why do I keep trying to say uh, <laughs> Sam Bradford, Matthew Stafford? Matthew Stafford. <laughs> I always, when I was younger, I'd always mix those two up. Yeah, um, I don't know why I feel like he, I know they're picking up his extension or his player option and stuff, but he just, I don't know about him. You know, he yeah. had a lot of interceptions the Super Bowl year and he didn't get hot for like the last five games. And yeah. the division's not that tough. Well, I don't I mean, know. I mean, the 49ers are, but yeah, that's it. Yeah, twice a year you're gonna have. A capable team that has a good defense playing, you know, against you. But right, but you'll see that 49ers are that oof, that defense is silly. It's ridiculous. Yes. I mean, if Brock Ray didn't have any turnovers, so nope. if he can just keep doing that, I mean, he had four touchdowns on Saturday. He had three passing and one rushing, which is amazing. Um, but if he can just keep like don't turn the ball over, and your defense is going to lock that team down in the second half. Mm-hmm. Like, you're good. So, that'll be interesting. Yeah, the Niners, the Niners like that beat the Eagles. Yeah. I believe so. I don't yeah. think I don't think Hurts can handle that kind of defense. Well, and they're getting Dallas or Tampa Bay next week, which neither of them – like, Tampa Bay looks awful right now, and Dallas doesn't look great. They can't kick. Right? Well, yeah, they can't make extra <laughs> so, points. I mean, we haven't got – I mean, there's no way I'm getting a field goal back because he can't make an extra point to save his life. Might yeah. as well put Prescott in there let him kick and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Niners advance, and like you said, yep. we'll see who they play next week. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, look, another completion. Look at that. Uh-huh. All right, uh, Jaguars is Jaguars Chargers next. Jaguars oh, Chargers. I'm, I've been I've been so excited. To what talk a about this great game. game! It was phenomenal. Also, such a terrible game to start. Yes. And then, 
It was like, amazing. We I like turned. What did we do? We watched. We watched the first half, and I was like, "This is such a joke." Mm-hmm. And so then I just kind of turned it on for fun, and then I'm like, "Oh, okay." And he just they just started coming back. But yeah. basically, the Jaguars won. If you didn't watch, Jaguars won thirty-one thirty. Um, they were down twenty-seven to zero at one point. Lawrence had three interceptions in the first quarter. At one point, Asante Samuel had more interceptions than the Jaguars receivers had catches. Yeah, he had four interceptions total. Yeah, in the first half. It, yeah. And and Asante Samuel had three of them. Yes, and they scored last second in the second half, and they got a touchdown. So twenty-seven seven. And then Lawrence looked like a well, I don't know about completely different. He still almost threw a pick on the final yeah. drive. He threw it right into the de- defensive lineman's hands. Yeah, um, Kyle Van Noy just jumped up, and if he could have held on to it, it's probably game. Yep. And uh, so, but Trevor pulls it out. He throws for four, what, three touchdowns in the second half and just starts tearing it up. And uh, ETN played well. I mean, it, it was a good game all around, but the Chargers once again blew it and the Jags went on a last second field goal. Mm-hmm. They're cursed. I'm telling the you, they're are cursed. Like, so Dicker the kicker, the Chargers kicker. My favorite kicker. In the yeah. Game. They were up 30 to 20. And. Brandon Staley has been aggressive this year, and but he decided let's get the field goal, let's get the points. And Dicker, I think, had he's been like thirty for thirty-two or something this year, hadn't missed in forever. And they trot him out there, and he just shanks it. Yep, and Bad. gave Jacksonville the shot. I saw. Did you see the stat that they put up about Trevor Lawrence? No. So he is the second quarterback in the playoffs to have four touchdowns and four interceptions in the same game. Who was the other one? Do you want to guess? It's recent. Uh, I want to say Jameis Winston, but they didn't make it to the playoffs. Um, hold on. Eli Manning. Nope. Who? Uh, he's AFC North. Not Burrow. No. Look, I'm Roethlisberger? Roethlisberger. Oh, I and, did see that. Yeah. yeah, in like 2020 or something like that. Speaking of Roethlisberger, I know I'm jumping around here, but I did see they compare Rodgers' numbers to Roethlisberger's numbers, yeah. and it was compelling. Yeah. Like, Roethlisberger just destroyed him in almost every single stat. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. I, I don't like Roethlisberger, but I just didn't think so, – so much air is pumped in air in Rodgers that you, you're supposed to think he's just amazing, and he is good. Yeah. But the fact that Roethlisberger had way better numbers, Super Bowls, all that is, is crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's true. Like, they were very close in stats. I don't – like, the thing with Rodgers is he had to sit for three years. That's true. So, I don't remember if Roethlisberger started as a rookie at all, but I think he was in their second year. He did. He started as a rookie because they, yeah. Yeah, they took him to Miami, Ohio, and then yeah. Rodgers said, but then now he's still playing longer. That's true. So, That's true. Yeah. It's Anyway. Anyway. But, yeah. so, Lawrence comes in. I saw I saw a uh, un, it was a unofficial um, stat that Trevor Lawrence and Justin Herbert have combined for the longest hair length of quarterbacks in the wild card <laughs> round ever. They said it's unofficial. They said they're still measuring, but that's where they're at right now. <laughs> I mean, honestly, they're probably right. Lawrence probably are. I mean, Lawrence would set that record by himself. Lawrence with that flow, man. And if you were to straighten Herbert's hair, he's probably just as long, and yeah. then you're talking that record's probably not going to be broken. Mm-hmm. If though Aaron Rodgers has a lot of hair, but it's more like Peaky Blinders hair with like a shave <laughs> on one side, right? Or like a twenties flipper or something. like yeah, that. Yeah, he needs the flip, yeah, yeah, he needs the cap. The Peaky Blinders, yeah, with the, yeah, yeah. With the blades. In. He with might win more football games if people are afraid of him. Slicing like that. their neck. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I truly believe. The Chargers are just cursed. Yes. Uh, I think it's all Philip Rivers' fault because he had nine children. I believe 100% that's what set this curse off. 
Um, and it's it's been bad since since Bree or this, you know maybe it's the great Bambino, but it's when they traded Roy Breeze, it cursed the team, and oh. now they're cursed because that would make more sense. Or yeah. when they flipped Eli for Philip Rivers. Yep. Or that. Either way, yeah, Eli goes. Gosh. Yeah. I mean, they trade away Breeze. He wins the Super Bowl within three years. Yeah. Or four years or whatever. Then you trade Eli away because Eli didn't want to play for your franchise because you're right. so bad. He goes and wins two Super Bowls. So they've literally given away three Super Bowls from potential quarterbacks that were on their team at some point. Mm-hmm. Kurt, great Bambino. Yeah. Curse. Like, I was listening to something earlier today. So, just looking at these stats, like we said, the Chargers, Chargers were up 27-zip. Guess how many carries Austin Eckler had? Seven. He had 13. Oh, okay. Which, I mean, is almost double that, but... You're up 27 points, and you're running your running back 13 times? Yeah. Like... More. You need... So I think I read that in the second half, their play calls were 25 passes and 8 rushes. That's crazy. I don't even know why you would do that. Right. Like, your time... At that point, I get you still want to be aggressive, and you still want to put points on the board, but they weren't doing that. They weren't being successful... And they were giving the ball back to Jacksonville super quickly. Yep. Like, at some point, you have to be like, okay, let's run a four-minute offense and just take some time off the clock so yep. that they just don't have enough time to get points on the board. And on top of that, I mean, your third-string running back is Sony Michelle. That's your third-string running back. Like, you you could put Kelly in, you could put Michelle in, you're going to have success. So, yep. yeah, I, I don't know. I just – I. I text you. I think I text you at halftime, and I was like, "Here mm-hmm. comes the Chargers curse." And yeah. then it just—I—I I didn't honestly God think they'd lose. Though I thought it would get yeah. close, um, but they blew it. They did. They did. Evan Ingram. I mean, I, also like again, I let a misfit toys Marvin Jones. Then you have Christian Kirk. He traded for Zay Jones. I believe they—they they trade for or they have Zay. He was a free. He was with the Raiders last year. Okay, I think it was a free agent. Evan Ingram, free agent pickup from the Giants. These are all the people that were like just thrown aside from mm-hmm. their teams, and they're amazing with Trevor Lawrence at the helm. Yeah. So big win. I'm happy to see the AFC South won. You mm-hmm. know, I, I, I if they're I, I just don't like the Chargers anyway, so it's perfect to watch it happen. So yeah, I'm happy for Lawrence. So the other thing that I heard today with that win, so as far as untouchable quarterbacks go in the NFL. Like, the Chiefs are not going to pick up the phone for Patrick Mahomes. The Bills are not going to pick up the phone for Josh Allen. Chargers probably won't pick up the phone for Herbert. Bengals wouldn't pick up the phone for Burrow. Yeah. Is Lawrence in that category? I just won. I don't think so. You don't Um, think so? I mean, but at the same time, he's not having – that. so Nicole was criticizing their defense the entire first half. I said, well, look, not only is he putting them in bad situations – the fact that they only give up 27 points to four turnovers is quite impressive. Yeah, that I think there was been, a fumble in there, too. Yeah, so I think it was five. I think you're right. It's yeah. about five turnovers. Like, it should have been so much worse than that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it, they made it manageable, and then they held them to four points. Or, yeah, four, three, three, points, three points. Three points in the second half. I'm like, that's a defense. Mm-hmm. You put Burrow on that defense, shoot. Mm-hmm. It would d- dominate, you know? And so maybe, maybe I think it's Trevor Lawrence. So, I know I don't think they pick up the phone. But if his name's not Trevor Lawrence and they throw those numbers, yeah. If this is Dak Prescott throwing those numbers, I think a conversation could be had. Yeah. I mean, because yeah, you have all this talent, but you're blowing games. I don't know. I mean, the thing with Lawrence is he – I don't know what he did in high school. I'm assuming he was amazing in high school too. But he gets to Clemson, and 
goes to three national championships and wins two of them or yep. something like that. And then his one down year in the last five years was last year as a rookie when Urban Meyer just wrecked that franchise. Yeah. And then he comes back this year and they rattle off six, seven wins in a row to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And then he goes and engineers the third largest comeback in postseason history. Like, I don't see him getting worse in the next five years. No, it could only go – I mean, you think it could only go up. At the same mm-hmm. time, he also put them in that hole. Like, it was true, solely him. And there was so, – well, not solely him, but they – you know, he put them back in contention with some of his throws. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know. It, it's an interesting question. I just – Yeah, I think about – was it – when was it that Mahomes had that run in the playoffs where they were down, like, three scores to Houston and then down a bunch? That was two – two, three years ago. Yeah. Like it was these, I don't remember the exact details. So I don't know if he was throwing picks and putting them in bad situations, but they were down in almost every game in that playoff run. Mm -hmm. And they came back and won and made the Super Bowl. And I don't know if they won the Super Bowl that year or not, but like there's something about that mental grit that just makes Mahomes different. Mm -hmm. And that's what I saw from Lawrence. Like you're down 27, nothing. And then you go and get a touchdown before halftime. Then you get the ball back and you just make this huge comeback like that. He showed a lot as far as I'm concerned. We never gave up. Right. I think a lot of quarterbacks might toss in the towel, but they just never gave up, which mm-hmm. is, is great. So I hope they, I hope that, trust me, for my own sake, I hope they go <laughs> beat the crap out of the Chiefs. Yeah. I'll be rooting for them. That would be wild. Yes, it would. All right. What do we got next? The next is the Dolphins. Oh, gosh. Dolphins, Bills. Dolphins, Bills. Okay. This. <laughs> Again, another fantastic. I mean, the only blowout we already we already went over. Um, so the Dolphins come in. I mean, heavy heavy underdogs, and they put up a fight with these guys and almost take the game. Yeah, and Buffalo was up seventeen to nothing early. Like it's another thing where, like all these games, they started out with the favorite, or I don't know if the Chargers were the favorite, but one team getting up big, and then the team that was down making this big comeback. So Buffalo was up 17-0, and Miami just buckled down. Like, Skylar Thompson was making plays, which the fact that it was Skylar Thompson is ridiculous. Is ridiculous. Um, like, I'm worried about Tua, and we can talk about that in a minute. But, so Miami makes it a game, and like we've been saying, Josh Allen did not look great. Uh, but they made enough plays where they were able to pull out this win. They won 34-31. Gabe Davis had a big catch in the second half for a touchdown. Like, Josh Allen made enough plays. He had a couple picks, but it was just kind of an ugly game for Buffalo. Yeah, all around. I mean, they should have buried him at 17, and then Miami's defense kicked in. It was just like, no. But it's the same thing I've talked about. Like, he had some amazing plays, and there were two big drops for the Buffalo receivers. Um, But Josh Allen doesn't look phenomenal. Like, he looks good. He's Still a top five quarterback, but he looks off. Like he has these moments where he's amazing. Now I would say the same thing about the Bengals the offense, but we'll get there in a second. Mm-hmm. But he just looks off. Like yeah. The interceptions are bad. Like it just he got very flustered. Um, I find that if he stays in the pocket a lot, like he doesn't do it. He if you get a rolling out, he's probably gonna destroy you. Um, but yeah, I'm I don't know. These just don't look fan they don't look fantastic. I mean, if Miami had played a clean game, they would have won. Like, Jalen Waddle had a couple big drops. Like, yeah. Ty- Tyreek Hill wasn't great. Um, like, he had 
<laughs> I was looking at it, 15 targets, but only seven catches. And drop at least two of them. Yeah. Like, Miami had a shot. <clears throat> and their running game wasn't there, which the running game hasn't been there all year, um, or for the most part. So, And you have Skylar Thompson. You have a third-string quarterback who, to his credit, was down early and then was making plays. Like, yeah. Miami, kudos to them for getting here. Like, with Tua, if Tua had been there, they probably would have been the two seed. Oh, yeah. If they, he had been I healthy mean, all year. Um, but, yeah, like Buffalo, it, it's – you know, with the whole DeMar Hamlin thing, you there's like this team of destiny stuff that's going around, and they just don't look that good. No, they look like they're they're not sputtering, but they're they're just not what they were the first ten weeks. Mm-hmm. They're winning football games, like they should have destroyed Miami. What what was that? What was that, Pat? Sorry, I'm I'm having a very hard time not focusing. Yeah, you see, he missed his fourth extra point. Yeah, I, saw that. I can't even I can't deal with it. Um, but no, like they, this should have not been a football game. And Skyler threw two bad interceptions, mm-hmm. and yet you still barely win the football game. And really, if Mike Daniels would have coached the time better, where we had to call timeouts on these delay of games, I think Miami wins this game. Yep. Um, so I think the problem with it is now you have this film. The Bengals are they're playing next weekend on Sunday night or Sunday afternoon. I think they can use this against the Bills, and I feel like there's a formula in there for the Bengals to win. Yeah, I, and it it's setting up an interesting matchup because the Buffalo-Cincinnati thing is when the DeMar Hamlin stuff happened, obviously, um, and it's going to be in Buffalo. So you have these teams where, and we'll get to the Bengals, they didn't look great against Baltimore, but they've been playing significantly better than Buffalo over the last two months. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see when they go into Buffalo. What, what happens? Yeah, with, with Tua, I know they yeah. they all up the GM and comment that he's our quarterback of the future. He hasn't cleared concussion protocol. I think that man just needs it. He needs he needs to be off. I'm actually – part of me is glad they lost mm-hmm. because otherwise if he would have cleared, he'd have gone in. I think he just, for his own health, needs to just sit out the next five till May and just relax. Well, yeah, I don't know if you saw the article. I was telling Naomi about it a little bit. Um, there is a – he's a – consultant. He's a neurological consultant for the NFL. He he practices out of, I think, New Jersey or something like that, but was basically saying Tua had three concussions this year. Like, yeah. the one in Buffalo where he fell down and he said he hurt his back, that was a concussion. Yeah. Like, everybody knows that was a concussion, and then he had the really scary one in Cincinnati, and then when he came back, I think it was the week of Christmas where he got a concussion again. Mm-hmm. Um, that's three concussions in basically three months. Yeah. And anytime an athlete has that, it is like no contact for months. Yeah. Like your brain needs time to recover. Your brain doesn't know it's playoff football. Yeah. Like it's like we've been shaken up three times in a very short amount of time. And there's probably whatever is going on, like swelling or just bad headache like you're getting in the territory of personality changes yeah like that's scary so like you said i think it's good like would have been amazing if they won but i think it's good that they lost because then Tua can just not worry about football Mm -hmm. and come back at otas and just hopefully be okay yeah there's no urge to play now because you can't you're done um so yeah i think too i mean he still had like 28 touchdowns like i just yeah tyree kill and waddle there i they could they're only gonna go up from here 
Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm excited to see what Miami does. Now. I think Miami will push the Bills for the next probably three or four years for that division. Yeah. But they need to – it's like Cincinnati last year. They need to get O-line help. Yes, bad. He shouldn't be getting hit that much. Mm-hmm. And we bought a line. Our whole line's gone. But we'll get to that too. Right. <laughs> now, the best game of the weekend – I don't know if it was best. But one of the biggest upsets, if you want to call it, um, was the Giants-Vikings. Yes, so the, it was. So the Sunday afternoon game, uh, the Giants ended up winning 31-24. to And we talked about last week, just we didn't know what Minnesota team was going to show up. And they get the ball first and drive down the field and just get a touchdown. So it's seven nothing. And I'm like, okay, like the Vikings are showing up today. Yeah. And so the Giants get the ball. I think it was their first play. They got a holding penalty. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh boy, here we go. But Daniel Jones he tore it up. was amazing. Yep. Amazing. And Saquon, like, he didn't have a ton of touches, which I thought was a little weird, but between the two of them, uh, Daniel Jones, I heard, had – so he had 300 yards passing, over 75 yards rushing, and two touchdowns. And there have been three quarterbacks, including him, and their playoff debut to have 375 yards and two touchdowns. You want to guess the other two? Michael Vick. Nope. So one guy was a pocket passer that just was airing it out. In the late 90s, early 2000s. Marino. Nope. Greatest show on turf. Oh, crap. That could be anybody. I know that I know the phrase, <laughs> though. I don't I don't know. Uh, uh, John Elway. Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner. I don't like to talk about that. <laughs> and Kevin then, Dyson was across the line for the touchdown. No, he wasn't. <laughs> no, anyway. He wasn't. Then the second one was a name that will shock you. <laughs> Uh, who is the who is the quarterback for the Bears in the playoffs? Rex Grossman. No, nope. no, nope. it was early 2010s, if that helps at all. And he was a bit of a running quarterback. Oh, I don't know, Gino. No, he never made the playoffs. Um, dude, I'm I I got Alex Smith, Colin Kaepernick. Oh gosh, Colin Kaepernick. Collar, I can only play one good season, Kaepernick. Oh, okay. But, like, that's such rare territory. Yeah, it is. And he just looked amazing. Like, Daniel Jones was great. He was always phenomenal. I'll be the first person to bash him. You know what, though? Kirk Cousins was amazing, too. Like, no one – that's the crazy thing. No one played bad, Um, except for the Vikings defense, of course. I mean, because the the Giants defense, you're playing against one of the better offenses in the league. Like, you're not supposed to win. Mm-hmm. Like, you're supposed to just hope to God you can hold them to, like, a few points you can win. But the Vikings defense got, tr- like, just run over by a Giants offense that is – Daniel Jones had 15 passing touchdowns this year. Yeah. How how did he just tear you apart? He looked like a freaking stud out there. Yeah. So, the Vikings, they got to do something. I don't know what you do with Cousins. Is Cousins – I mean, are you going to resign Cousins? Like, I, I, I think you have to. Like, what else mm-hmm. are you going to do? Cousins is pretty perfect. It's like, what, what else are you going to do? Yeah. You got to do something. And like, he's good enough. Yeah. He's good enough. I mean, mm-hmm. it took your team to – I mean, he has his downtime, but 13-4, and four, that's not a fluke. Just like someone could say Hurts is always a running, running quarterback. Well, dude, you're, he's also the number one seed. Like, he, yeah. he did all right. He did something. That doesn't just happen. You can get by and win, like, get into a playoff with maybe a quarterback with a good, like, off – or a good defense or something, but you're not getting the number one seed without having a great quarterback. Yeah, I mean, really – the shocking thing to me 
was Justin Jefferson had seven catches for 47 yards. So he was under seven yards a catch. And, like, there were other guys that got the ball. Like, Hawkinson had a big game. Thielen had some big catches. But, like, really the Giants' defense limited Dalvin Cook and limited Justin Jefferson. And then we're just solid on offense. Like, they didn't turn the ball over. They, I mean, it was just great. Like, it was a fun game to watch. Oh, yeah, because I, I had no dog in the fight. I was just watching for the good entertainment of football. So, mm-hmm. uh, I'm curious what the Giants – so, the Giants are the – what the, the – They're the six. So, they're going to go into Philly. They're going – they're getting Philly. Another divisional game. Mm-hmm. Would you – I, I, I don't know Philly. I, I think Philly's amazing. Don't get me wrong. But you got a divisional opponent who's playing well and they know you. It yeah. should be a good game. Well, I mean, if Daniel Jones plays like that, like – They can win. They can absolutely win. Give Barkley about eight more touches and call it a day. Nine mm-hmm. touches for Saquon. I mean, 53 yards on nine touches and two touchdowns. you got to give him more touches. Yeah. That's crazy. But, yeah, big win for the Giants. I, I never would have thought they would have won that game. But they did. I think I picked it last week. I don't remember. If did I you? Said I think so. But I, I was leading them. I don't know if I actually said go Giants. Not, I think you picked Jaguars. Did I? I thought you picked the Jaguars. Yeah. Sure. I have to go back and listen. Guys. Did I get this week perfectly right? <laughs> I don't remember you picking the Giants, but I'm pretty yeah. sure you picked the Jags. Yeah. Anyways. So we got this is Bengals-Ravens. Bengals-Ravens. Oh, this was. Take it away. This should have been a bloodbath. But I'll tell you what. Uh, the Ravens running game, they showed up. Huntley struggled some, but he played well. Uh, I don't know if you saw. Actually, I don't know if you saw. Did you see a hardball sideline interview? When he was just, he was coming across He's like been a, a jerk. jerk. Yeah, 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 like absolutely. Like, yeah. I'm like, it, I'm sorry, your players are undisciplined. That was definitely a flag. Like, why are you getting angry about it? He just, he, I don't, she didn't do anything. Like, right. I don't know. He, he, he should get, see, he should get fined for that crap, but he won't because that, you know, God forbid it's not a coin being flipped in the air out of your sock. <laughs> uh, but I know Dobbins was pissed. He didn't get more touches. I don't blame him. Mm-hmm. Um, but Huntley, Huntley balled out. I mean, Huntley's definitely, if I'm Baltimore, I'm locking him up as a backup. Like, you, you he's a very capable backup quarterback. Um, mm-hmm. I think the bigger takeaway is something is wrong with the Bengals offense. And this yeah. was happening before the other offensive linemen went down. And it's like they just, they're not explosive right now. And you could argue that Burrow doesn't have three seconds, but I'm like, he's got a good amount of time. He's not being – it's not like he's dropping back two steps and being bum-rushed. Like, he's, he's th- quick throws. And they made some amazing plays, but they're just – I don't know, it's just weird. Like, Mixon has 39 yards yeah. and 11 touches. Burrow throws for 209 and a touchdown. Like Mixon was bad. He started out real well, though. Yeah. That's a crazy thing. The first two runs, <laughs> it was amazing. Um, and then the Bengals just – we had so many opportunities. If we lose – if Lamar Jackson is in – we lose this game. Mm-hmm. If Sam Hubbard does not return that touchdown, we lose this game. Yeah. Like, that was a miracle. We can't play like that. Now, granted, the Ravens' defense is very good, and they know us very well. But, man, that was bad. Yeah. Yeah, in case you guys didn't see it, the difference in the game, so it was a tie game, and Baltimore was going down the field, and they were about to score. It was a third and goal, and they were on the one-yard line, and they run a QB sneak, and Tyler Huntley – jumps over the top, and I think it was Logan Wilson, punched the ball out mm-hmm. and just happened to land right in Sam Hubbard's hands, and he ran it back 98 yards for a touchdown. Pretty sure he almost died. Yeah. <laughs> like, he was getting oxygen on the sideline. Like, he was 
done. Mark Andrews caught him yes. with a controversial potentially block in the back, but I think they made contact before he got in front of him and then he shoved him. Uh, but yeah, 98 yards. It's the longest yeah. fumble recovery. It's the only fumble recovery in Bengals history in the playoffs really? for a touchdown. Nice. Yeah, and I think it was like the longest ever in a, in a playoff game too. So yeah, Hubbard was – he was on oxygen. He, he Not only was on oxygen, he was out the next few plays too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It took like five more plays. He's like, okay. I'm fine. Right. <laughs> and he came back. Uh, but, yeah, they had it. Even in the very end, Huntley launched this ball in the end zone. Instead of knocking oh it down gosh. like you're supposed to do, the Bengals try to pick it off, and it tips it backwards, and the receiver dives, and it hits his fingertips. It hit his hands. And it would have it would have basically put him down by one with the extra point, but going into overtime. Yeah. Like, we, were, we did not deserve to win that game. No. I'm glad we did. I think we're a better chance of the Bills, honestly, because I think their defense doesn't know us as well, and I don't think their defense mm. is as good. Uh, especially Marcus, Pe- not Marcus Peters, uh, Humphrey back last night. Marlon Humphrey. Mar- yeah, Marlon Humphrey. He's a beast. He should have been mm-hmm. ejected. Um, that's another thing I talk about. Josh Allen. I don't know if you saw this. I'm jumping around right now. Did you see him and the lineman get going? <laughs> yes. Allen. Christian Walker. That should have been an unsportsmanlike conduct on Josh Allen. Because he shoved him first. Yeah. And they called it on the lineman like 10 seconds later that came running down and pushed the other lineman. And I'm like, Josh Allen got in his face and shoved him, and he should have been flagged. But they're not going to ever flag that. I mean, that's a weird part of the rule, right? Because they always flag the retaliation, not the instigation. Yeah. Which is weird. Like, if I come up and shove you, and then you retaliate and hit me, or like... Take it very seriously. If I show up to your house with a gun, you have a right to defend yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And the NFL is like, no, like if you get punched in the face, you're not supposed to retaliate. You got to take it. Yeah. Or else you're going to get flagged. Which is like, ridiculous. Yeah. But like the ref was right there. There was no one else around. And they were just, sh- and Josh Allen shoved him first. And I'm like, they're never going to. All I thought was, the, remember the Titans? Yeah. When Sunshine flips the linebacker, he's like, come on, that's a, a necessary roughness. He's like, on the quarterback? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah they're never going to call that. They, no. you, you can't say you got roughed up by the quarterback. No. Um, which, so I thought that was kind of funny. Anyway, I, I'm jumping around. But the, yeah. I, I don't I'm, – I'm worried. I'm worried, but I do think we have a better chance against the Bills than we do with the Ravens. Mm-hmm. That defense was just stout. And I yeah. feel like if, if Burrow throws another freaking tip pass at the line, I'm going to scream. Mm-hmm. I'm going to scream because that was infuriating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Baltimore played really well. Like, the two teams that we thought had no shot with Miami and Baltimore showed up. And, granted, those were divisional games, so the teams know each other and everything. But they just made those very tight games where it could have easily gone the other way. Mm-hmm. Um, I think on Tyler Huntley, like – he was making plays, but you can tell he is a backup. Like, why are you reaching the ball over the goal line on a third and goal? Why are you in shotgun on a QB sneak? Right. Like, I'm like, why would you? And then I get it, and he wasn't close enough. That was a problem. Right. And But, yeah, you're right. Like, why are you reaching? Mm-hmm. You don't need well, you need the points, but it's dangerous. And you're why would, you, why would Harbaugh line up in shotgun to do a QB sneak on the one? Right. Well, and the other thing, so Lamar was – like obviously still hurt and there are people saying now that he's like barely 50% whatever doesn't matter now because they got eliminated but he wasn't even at the game that was weird yeah I found that very strange like thinking about all the games that we've seen this year like it takes me back to Carolina when Baker got benched and Mm -hmm. PJ Walker was starting 
and Baker was there. Granted, he was still suited up. He was dressed. He could have played if P.J. Walker got hurt, so he needed to be there. But he was on the sideline helping P.J. Walker out. Mm -hmm. And if you're Lamar and negotiations with the team are going well, I feel like you're at that game and helping Tyler Huntley. So to me, that's kind of a sign that this might be the last we see of Lamar in Baltimore. And I guess it's also, if he's got a torn ACL or something, like I get it. You, it's probably not beneficial you'd be standing up that long. That I understand completely. However, that's just not what happened. You know? Right. And I, I think they're still going to sign him. I, I am really curious. RG3 came out. I was like, man, it's really good. You know, when I got hurt and it, I played, I'm like, dude, you, did, you were iffy when you were drafted to begin with. You have one good year, dude. But I get it. I'm, I'm Lamar. I'm not going to hurt my knee. That's the only reason I'm going to make money. Yeah, and so I'm gonna make sure I heal up completely. But I don't know. He's only played like really one complete season. Yeah, never, that was his MVP. Well, yeah, it was his MVP season. And mm-hmm. then ever since then, everyone's like, "Oh, MVP." I'm like, "Is he though?" Like that was three years ago. I don't. I don't know if he's really an MVP at this point. Like he started out the year on fire. Like yeah, we were, we were talking about him, Jalen Hurts, and Tua, and Josh Allen was in there as well. But he just fell off, and I I don't know if it was he was banged up and was playing through it or if he just was struggling and defense was working in better on him. I don't know, but I just, like you said, he, he has struggled to finish seasons, which you always worry about with running quarterbacks. Yep. He turned down the offer Baltimore gave him before. So I feel like it's, they either tag him or he leaves. Well, yeah, if I'm Baltimore, I'm not raising my price. I'm like, oh, by the way, that one you turned down, here it is again, with maybe less guaranteed money because I can't Mm -hmm. even tell if you're going to make a damn season or not. Yeah. So I don't pay him as much. Um, I I think it'll end up being a tag. I think because I think Lamar, this I think Lamar knows this is probably going to be it. I Mm -hmm. I would assume this will be his only big contract because I feel like he is very prone to injury. So I feel like he's going to try to get as much guaranteed money as possible. So I, I think it'll be a Raven though. I don't. I don't. I think it'll, you'll see a. Unless he dominates next year, you'll probably see two tags. You'll see a Kirk Cousin tag tag here, and then mm-hmm. Lord knows what'll happen after that. Yeah. But but big win for the Bengals. We're going. I think it was at three three p.m. on next Sunday uh, in Buffalo. I already saw people on Facebook saying like, "Please talk me out of going to Buffalo." I'm <laughs> um, going to Buffalo. I'm like, I'd go to Buffalo. Yeah. If, if if Henry was three or four, I'd be like, "Pack your pack your bags. We're leaving. <laughs> We're going to Buffalo, kid." Uh-huh. So, and then what, uh, oh, that, that's, oh my gosh, that's, that's it. And we got to deal with this stupid Monday yeah. night game we're dealing with. Mm-hmm. There we go. There you go. I mean, honestly, I don't mean to call it stupid, but I mean, 31 to 14 and oh, there are two minutes left. They're in prevent defense. <laughs> so that's the reason they're scoring and they could barely get it then. Yeah. It's been bad. This is horrific. Uh, oh, oh, they got the ball. Mike Evans still has a chance, Tim. <laughs> uh, for the record, for all the viewers out there, I just won $600 on a $20 bet because each team got two touchdowns. Yeah. Gamble responsibly. Yeah, gamble responsibly. If you have any issues, there's a gambling number for your state. Call them. They'll yes. help you out. Yes. I'm not the person. Yeah. <laughs> I told myself I was never going to gamble. Yeah. Just the free stuff. And I'm like, yeah, 20 bucks, 20 bucks, 20 bucks. Stop. Was so, that CD missing that? Uh, yeah. I don't know. Oh, I think they got it. Yeah, it looks yeah. like it. I'll, Mike Evans scores. I'm in shape. Good well, shape. Some sort of shape. Some sort of shape. Yeah, I'm in shape yeah. of some sort. Um, but, yeah, I mean, honestly, we were just talking about it. Like, Brady. He's struggling. I can't tell. Like, he's definitely struggling. That That's that's very apparent. Mm-hmm. But is this all Brady? 
is it because last year he played very well, and then Bruce Arings leaves, where he goes to a special coordinator assistant extraordinaire, and right. Tom Bowles takes over, and it doesn't look good. You know, he's a defensive-minded coach, but Brady, I mean, Brady's like a LeBron. Like, you don't really need a coach. He's kind of his own person, like a Manning, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't know. I feel like he's just struggling. You know, I've talked about a lot this year. Like, he, they have weapons, and their offense just hasn't looked good. Like, just pulling up his stats, he finished third in yards. So, he was, and we knew that. He was throwing a ton. He had, was tied for eighth in touchdowns. He had 25 touchdowns, nine interceptions. 52.5 QBR, which was 18th, so not great. So, like, he can still throw it and obviously be successful with it. And he's not making a bunch of bad throws, but it just, he seems, like you said, he seems off. And I don't know what it is. I don't know if he's, like, he's obviously had a lot going on the last yeah. few months, football, outside of football. Um, but, like we were talking about before, whatever team he goes to, whether he stays with Tampa or he goes to another team, like he's not getting benched. No, never. Ever. And if you're expecting a forty a then forty six year old quarterback to throw seven hundred times again, yeah. Like that's not a good recipe for success. No, not you need to this is not me homerooting, but you need to go to like a Titans team, someone with a awesome running back. Cleveland would be a good place, honestly, with a good defense and a good rush game. Where you only throw the ball twenty five times a game, and you're probably going to be very successful. Um, you don't you don't want to go to that division if you're Brady because I don't think you're going to win it. But the, one of the NFC or AFC South, he can win still. So that, I think yeah. that's where I go. But or he just stays in Tampa. Who knows? Yeah, the big rumor that I heard was Vegas because you have Devontae Adams there, and then Josh Jacobs, who led the league in rushing this year. And the argument to that is the AFC West, like you have Mahomes, you have Herbert. Theoretically, Wilson will be better next year. But the counter to that is, well, he's Tom effing Brady. Like, he he believes in, in himself and is not going to care, I don't think. Well, yeah, Brady's not – no no version of Brady's going to be like, well, I probably don't want to go there. Like, I don't see Tom Brady actually think – he might think it, but he'll never admit it. Right. And he might just enjoy the challenges last year. Oh, it's a deep pass. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Oh, Mike Evans, catch the ball for the love of God. That's $300. He just lost me. He lost you, yeah. But but this is a prime example. That ball was put on a dime. Yeah, it was. And Evans dropped it. I mean, it was a tough catch. Could it? I mean, I mean, you're right. It was a tough catch, but he wasn't diving. No. Look at him. He's mad. He's like, yeah, I dropped that. Yeah. He he could have had it. He just didn't. Yeah, but the first down. Come on. Yeah. I mean, the main thing in this game is the Dallas kicker. <laughs> oh, my God. Missing. We can talk about that the rest of the time. Yeah, yeah. So, Dallas was up. I mean, they were up 24 to nothing at one point. Uh, and you would think, oh, yeah, three touchdowns and a field goal. Wrong. Right. Wrong. That was four touchdowns and four missed <laughs> extra points. <laughs> it got so bad. That they got down. It would have been like a 37-yard field goal. That's a chip shot for a field goal kicker. Fourth and four. No, Dallas goes for it. It gets right. a touchdown to CeeDee Lamb because no one expects them to go for it yeah. because they don't trust the kicker to make the field yeah. goal. But Brett Maher, God love him, he will not miss five extra points. Yeah. He made the fifth one. Not on my watch, Dallas. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> I will get that one extra point. He did. 
I mean, yeah. Eli was just like, what in the world? Right. He's like, this has never happened. You're right, it's, it's never happened. Like, Even Dak when threw his back. helmet after the third one? Yeah. He's like, what do you do after the fourth one? Oh, my God. <laughs> it was awful. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Yeah. Parsons is just, just, this is, mm-hmm. yeah, this is hard. But honestly, for Dallas, this is the this is probably the best we've seen the entire Dallas team play for for, for a while. Like, yeah. I feel like always the defense plays well. The Dak throws interceptions, but Dak's look fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, the defense has looked fantastic. I mean, Brady's been sputtering all year, but at the same time, like to do this to them is is pretty good. Um, but yeah, this yeah, this is a bad. I mean, I don't know. I, maybe this is Brady's last game. I, I don't know. I, maybe. It doesn't seem like it. Um, I just assumed he if he was really his last game, he'd be like, okay, cool, come on, Julio, you're so fast. No, you're not that fast. Um, yeah, with Dallas, I just I think throughout the se- the regular season, they looked like they could be a top three or four team in the NFC, and then down the stretch, they just struggled. And this is like Tampa Bay was not good this year. No, so you know a big win over them. That's great. It is playoffs, and it's playoffs against Brady. So holding him to fourteen points is solid. I just. They have to go to San Francisco next week. Yeah, I was about to bring that up. I'm going yeah. to jump into that. Yeah, and I mean, we'll we'll run through those divisional games here at the end as well. Um, I just, like, with as inconsistent as Dallas' offense has looked and how good San Francisco's defense has been, I just think that's going to be a tough matchup for Dallas. Yeah, and I will say, if Dallas's offense looks like this, I think we're going to have one heck of a game. Yes, and Tampa's defense is good. Like, despite the fact that the offense, it's not as good as the 49ers by any means, but it is a very good defense. So Dak played well. He made smart throws. I don't, I don't ever really remember a throw that was potentially bad or inter- was going to be intercepted. I don't. Yeah, not I mean, tonight. He just played really well. So, mm-hmm. um, and Dallas has the ball now. They're going to go knee, 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 and this game is done. Yep. Um, so it looks like the Cowboys are going to take it 31 to 14 and we already broke down the game. It was bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, Godwin and Evans had a decent game. Yeah. Uh, except for that drop, he cost me $300. But besides <laughs> that, it was, it was a good game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's, let's, uh, let's look into the next week. Cool. So the divisional round is set. It's not the super divisional round. It's just the divisional. You round. know what? It is a super divisional round. Super. We're going to, we're going to keep yeah, it because yeah. it's going to be the super championship round. All of it. <laughs> We're coining that. Super division yeah. round, Tim. NFL, come at us. Yep. Uh, <laughs> bro. Super cool. So the first game is on Saturday. It's uh, Jaguars at Chiefs. So Chiefs open as, I have it as an eight and a half point favorite. Um, you know, obviously the Jaguars had that huge comeback against uh, the Chargers. Chiefs had a bye week. So we don't really know, you know, historically – it seems like the bye week is kind of like a 50-50 thing, whether it helps you or hurts you. Yeah. And so the Chiefs had a week to get healthy, but it's also a week that Trevor Lawrence got to play and read some more defenses mm-hmm. and play better and get some experience. So I think it'll be an interesting one. Yeah, the Jags. So if you take the second half Jags versus the good Chiefs, you have a heck of a football game. Yeah. Um, it really just depends on what Trevor Lawrence shows up. Now, I will say the Chargers have a better defense than the Chiefs. Yes. They have a better pass rush than the Chiefs. Um, So I think he's going to have some more time. I think if he can keep the mistakes down, I think that Jaguars defense is going to give Mahomes a a, a tough time because 
he does not do well. I mean, no quarterback does well with a pass rush, but him in particular, like every time he struggles, like in the Super Bowl versus Brady, they had an amazing pass rush, and he could not do what he wanted to do. Yeah. Um, they contained him, they took him down. So I am curious. I think that, that I really do believe, based on the last game, the Jaguars have a chance. Um, but they, the turnovers, they can't, I can't, Mahomes is not Herbert. He's better than Herbert. He will mm-hmm. make you pay. Yeah, and it's in Kansas City, and Kansas City is one of the loudest stadiums. Mm-hmm. So, you know, obviously Trevor Lawrence playing at Clemson and dealing with all those college football playoffs and everything, he's dealt with loud crowds. Yep. Um, but this is a playoff game that he hasn't been through before. Yeah, So it'll be interesting. Yeah, I agree. But, yeah, I think the Chiefs take it, but I'm, I'm excited to watch it. Yeah, I think the Chiefs take it too. Um, I I think it's – I mean, with the AFC, it's been the Chiefs, Bills, and Bengals. You know, I, it it would be amazing if the Jaguars won, and that would be a big surprise to everybody. But, yeah, I think Mahomes is just too experienced with it, and they take that one. So the Saturday night game. I got the 600. Nice. I'm so, I'm so excited. Nice, nice, nice. You know, like when you start checking boxes, like, did, did I do it? Did I do right. it? And it said, boom, 600 bucks. That's awesome. Yeah, sorry. I, I entered. Yeah. Plus 50, right? Plus fifty. Plus fifty. Good sir. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Six fifty, yo. Sorry, I, 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 I kind of know Mike's money a little bit. <laughs> it's right. <laughs> if you're looking for a good retirement, <laughs> Tim's a great guy. So. Uh, yeah. Anyway, Saturday night game, Giants Eagles. So the Giants got that upset win over the Vikings. Uh, Eagles are the one seed, so they're coming off the bye. Same thing as the Chiefs. So you know they were banged up. Hertz has been you know injured and kind of dealing with that for the last month or so. So I think it's a benefit to him, but that's a week for, again, the Giants to get reps and have some momentum and everything. And this is a divisional game. So it's another interesting one where if the Giants play like they did against Minnesota, this is a very interesting game. Yeah, the Giants and the defense, the Giants defense has the ability to be good. Um, It really just depends on who shows up. But I mean, if we're going off the historical data, data of Hurts, like the, the season stats, the Giants are not favored. This is not going to be close. However, the last game Hurts played in, he was not good. I right. mean, no touchdowns. He had like 200 yards of interception. Like, it was really bad. Now, granted, he has a sore shoulder. So, it's, yeah, he's out two weeks to heal. Maybe he's feeling better. I don't know. But, again, it just depends on what Hurts shows up. Maybe that shoulder is not 100%. But you yeah. can't put Minshew and you got to put Hurts in. So I don't know. If Daniel Jones plays like he did, the Giants can take this game. I, just, I don't think any of these games are going to be blowouts. No. I love it. Like, yeah. I love watching a good football game, especially when it's not the Bengals and the stress. I want the Bengals to win, however. But, like, <laughs> the other games, I want them tight, and I want to watch them, and it's very entertaining. Yeah, I mean, the thing with the Giants, like, the way that they limited Dalvin Cook and Justin Jefferson, you know, obviously Philly's offense is great, and they have a bunch of weapons to go to. But – on their own, I think Justin Jefferson is a better receiver than A.J. Brown. I think mm-hmm. Dalvin Cook is a better running back than Miles, Miles Sanders. Sanders. So if they're able to limit those two guys, you still have to deal with Hurts running and you still have to deal with Devontae Smith and all those other guys. Mm-hmm. But if you can shut down two pieces of that. Yeah, if you can keep A.J. Brown contained, you're probably – because the rush attack isn't as deadly when you have Brown – because if you can, if you can win the one-on-one versus Brown, mm-hmm. when you're, you're loading the box up to contain Hurts and Sanders, you you can win this game, yeah. and that's what it's going to take. You hold AJ Brown to seventy-five yards or less, 
you probably win this football game. Yeah. But if he gets those short cross routes and takes off running, you're screwed. There, there's no coming back from that. So um, it'll be – I love the divisional game. I think it'll be amazing. Um, I'm, I'm excited to watch it. Oh, yeah. And the next one. Look at this. This they're, The Bills are f- – they're favored by five. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Right, right now. Right now. Right now. Uh, so, yeah, next game is Bengals-Bills on Sunday afternoon. Uh, like Mike said, Buffalo is favored as of now at five points. Um, the home team usually gets two or three. Or I ones. know, but so, if you remember, we were beating them last game. That's all I'm going to say. It was seven to three. So After two drives. You dang right. So. And we, we, we capitalized they didn't. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. So <laughs> neither of these teams looked good in wild card weekend. Um, they were probably the biggest shoe wins to win mm-hmm. with Baltimore, Miami, both starting backup quarterbacks. And they just, again, we've talked about divisional games. Those games are very close where it could have gone either way at the end. Um, I think both of these teams play better this week because they like they've met. It'll be interesting. The dynamic because of what happened the last time they were on the field together. Yeah. Um, but this is crunch time. I think Josh Allen is on a mission. Joe Burrow is, like, his championship window is his whole career. Like, whole he, career, too. He is locked in. Like, this will be a fun game. Well, when I think you go from the, the Dolphins were supposed to lose and the Ravens <laughs> were supposed to lose. You had two hungry teams that were pissed off playing backup quarterbacks, and it's a di- both divisional games. So I'm assuming there was probably a lot of pressure for Burrow and Allen not to screw it up, and they mm-hmm. both almost screwed it up. So maybe now that pressure is gone, and you know this is going to be a shootout. It's not going to be a defensive stand. So they're going to have to score points. So maybe they're just relieved that they've made at least one game. I would be. I know I'd be. Like, yeah. okay, I'm, I'm not Dak Prescott. I'm not I, I'm not Andy Dalton. I can win playoff games. This is the first time we've ever won back-to-back playoff games in years in our franchise, ever. Yeah, This never happened for the Bengals. So – I mean, I think the nervous will be gone. I think it'll just be a shootout, and I'm excited. And hopefully, I even looked at the weather. I'm looking at that real quick. Yeah. You know, it's Buffalo in January, so Lord knows what could happen. I mean, the thing is, the Bengals' defense has been playing really well. Really? Well, the thing is, the rush defense has been bad. Okay. But the pass defense is amazing. And since they don't have a freaking running back, they should – they should stand up. That's a problem with the Ravens. They ran all over us. That's yeah. why Dobbins got mad he didn't get any more touches. Yeah. Because he was he's dominant. I mean, given how these games have gone for the Bengals, if they can keep it close at halftime, that defense is going to most likely limit the Bills offense in the second half and give Joe Burrow a shot. Like the the thing with the Bengals offense is Joe Mixon needs to show up. Yeah, they and they can get more touches too. I mean, they didn't get a lot. He got eleven for thirty nine, which isn't great, but I mean, still, like he needs more touches. And I just I feel like there was I don't know I, I don't know what needs to happen, but our offense needs to step it up because we're going to go to, we're going to score thirty points to win the game. Yeah, I know we are. So um, I think the Bengals can take it though, and we'll, we'll see what happens. That'll be that will be a drinking day for me for sure because I can actually <laughs> sober up before work on Monday, and yeah. I'm, I'm very excited about that. You know, we need to do the cheese day at some point, too. Why? I need to order it. I can send you the website. I know. It, it looks awesome. They got cheese baskets you can just order. I know. I'm going <laughs> to do the eight-count one. Yeah, some of them don't sound bad. Like, they don't – it's cheese, but, like, they don't sound bad. If you're, like, cheese, you're, like, yeah. oh, this has got bacon and eggs in it. I'm like, really? <laughs> there <laughs> there is can... a bourbon Gouda one. Gouda! <laughs> <laughs> TikTok goes to Gouda cocktail. <laughs> 
Anyways. Anyway. The, yeah. The last game, uh, now that we know the final of the Dallas-Tampa Bay game, uh, is going to be Dallas-San Francisco on Sunday night. Uh, so Dallas obviously just beat Tampa Bay pretty handily. And then San Francisco had the game against Seattle where uh, it was a close game and then they kind of pulled away in the end. So this one will be interesting because Brock Purdy, I don't I don't know that he's faced a defense like Dallas yet. Yeah. And Dallas, if their defense shows up, if they play like they did against Tampa Bay, that's going to be very tough because I'm sure they'll find a way to um, force Purdy to throw. I'm yep. guessing that's what they want him to do. Well, yeah, you want and, to stop McCaffrey and make him throw. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how he responds with that. Yeah, you're right. Parsons was all over Brady, and their offensive line's pretty good. And I just yeah, that doubt. And the problem is, you have Diggs on the outside who's going to be covering. Um, Probably Ayuk. Well, yeah, actually, it's weird that Ayuk had a better season yeah. than Debo. Um, covering Ayuk or Debo, whoever's you know out on the on the outside. I think this will be a big game for Kittle mm-hmm. because I think you're going to have the middle of the field open. Purdy's going to have to make good decisions with the ball. But Kittle could have a field day because of the fear of throwing at Diggs, like over the top. Like I, I don't know, but I, I think Kittle could have like a 150 yard day mm-hmm. if they win. But if you can contain McCaffrey to 80, 70, 80 yards, and you're like, just you got to throw. You're gonna you're gonna have to beat us throwing yeah. the ball. They have a shot. But I, I think Parsons. I would just put him on blitz. I would put him a Purdy spy. Yeah, and you're gonna, you're blitzing every time, and you're hitting him every single time you can without getting a flag, just to scare the kid. Because mm-hmm. I think that's the only way you win it to get him. You know, a good quarterback sees a blitz, gonna get hit, steps into it, makes a throw, gets laid out. That's a touchdown. A scared rookie fades back, puts Loft on the ball, digs, intercepts the ball, yeah. makes six. So I think you're right. That is the key. Is if you can make Purdy throw you're probably going to be in a good spot. Yeah, and then on the flip side, um, you know, Dallas's offense looked very good today. And San Francisco's defense, for as good as they are, like Metcalf had a big game against them. Kenneth Walker had a good game against them. Like, Dallas has weapons. I don't know if they're on the same – like, Tony Pollard is great. And he's probably Kenneth Walker – like, I would say they're pretty similar. Like, yeah. Kenneth Walker's a rookie. He's still got a lot to show and everything. And then I would put DK above CeeDee Lamb. But, like, CeeDee Lamb is still a talented receiver. So it'll be interesting to see how they defend Dallas. Because if Dak plays like he did tonight, oh, they're that's unstoppable. a tough one. Yeah, they're, that's I mean, a tough one. With that defense and Dak and the weapons, and they even did the <laughs> run game. That was all Dak. Usually they go heavy run. They let yeah. Dak go. And maybe they wanted Dak to go to make sure he's feeling good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, if you, Tony Pollard should be your lead back, he's so fast and explosive. I mean, I think Dallas can take the game. I, I think it'll be one of those, it'll be a really good, I think they're all going to be really good games. I don't yeah. see any of these being blowouts. Yeah. I'm excited about that. Yeah. I know we both picked chiefs. Uh, who do you think on giants Eagles? I'm actually, I'd actually go giants. Um, because Hertz doesn't look good. He's had time off. And like you said, the last number one seed to win the Super Bowl was 2017. It was the Eagles. So it's been like oh, really? five years. Wow. Yeah. So and before then, if you go back, the number one seeds are usually not the teams that win. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have a deal with a quarterback with a sore shoulder. And we saw what happened with the sore shoulder. He couldn't throw the ball properly. So if you can't throw the ball. Miles Sanders is not Derrick Henry. He's not Josh Jacobs. He's not Nick Chubb. He is not going to lead your team to the promised land. That goes off Jalen Hurts. So, if, if Daniel Jones plays how he played versus the Vikings, they can win this game. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think I'm going Eagles uh, because I think the pass rush for Philly is going to get after Daniel Jones. They've been pretty solid. Um, or Minnesota's defense just hasn't been as good. So I think they'll get some pressure on Daniel Jones. I think Philly will control the clock because that's just how their offense works. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be a close game. I, I would not be surprised if the Giants have the ball last and end up winning it. Um, yeah. But I think the Eagles will take that one. Uh, Bengals, Bills. Who are you going on that one? And I really, and again, I try to pull all my favoritism out of this. I think the Bengals have a better overall team. Mm-hmm. I, I just, our defense is better. Our running attack is better. And, you know, Josh is a better running quarterback, but our quarterback, I would say he's just as good as Josh Allen. Yeah, uh, I, I would. Maybe maybe Josh Allen has the edge a little bit, but he's also in the league two years longer, too. So I, I think the Bengals take the game. I do. And I really, you, you, you laugh at me. We were winning seven to three, but I, we drove down methodically on yeah. that defense. It wasn't even, there was no doubt in my mind on that drive we're getting the touchdown. With the Ravens, it was like, I don't know. But I, I think, I don't think they have the defense to keep Burrow contained. And I feel like we have the edge rushers to do that. And Sam Hubbard should be recovered by then from his touchdown. <laughs> run, so. Yeah. My worry with the Bengals is the offensive line. Yeah. Because Kappa's. Kappa and Collins are both still going to be out. Jonah Williams, we're not sure. Well, yeah, so I did see his knee hyperextended, so his knee popped out. Now, I don't know how that man is week to week. Right. I blow my knee seven times, and it, it takes about three months. Granted, I don't have doctors working on me yeah. nine, ten hours a day. Maybe I recover quicker. So mm-hmm. they might raise him up and see what happens. Because um, you're not really worried about, I mean, some damage, I guess, but I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah, let's, let's assume we have three out. Right. Like, that offensive line is now – a big problem. Yeah. And if Mixon can't run and they become super one dimensional, like Buffalo safeties with Poyer and Micah Hyde are great. Yep. Um, this one's tough. I, I think I'm, I would go Buffalo. Um, unfortunately. That's rude. I know. It's been a good, good week to gamble, but like 20 bucks in the back. <laughs> uh, it should be uh, mine to make some money there. Yeah. Yeah. So. It'll be it'll be fun. I'm I'm excited. Uh, I'm very excited about these games, mm-hmm. and we'll see. I mean, the, the winner of these games go to the AFC NFC Championship game. So yeah. we're we're getting close, guys. Are you taking Dallas? Did, did we say that one? I think Dallas can. I yeah, I am taking. I'm taking Dallas only because Brock Purdy is playing like a madman, and mm-hmm. I love every second of it. I just don't know if it's sustainable versus a Dallas defense. I, I yeah. just I just don't know. They're healthy. They didn't even use their running attack. I mean, they, they're dangerous. Yeah. I feel like Dallas is going to lose because of Mike McCarthy. <laughs> now, I agree. Like, if I were Dallas, I would try to go against Sean Payton. I don't like yeah. Mike McCarthy is truly just a product of Aaron Rodgers. He is yeah. not a good coach. Yeah. At all. And Kyle Shanahan is great. Yes. Um, like, I just think the 49ers are too talented. Um, I, I would not be surprised if they represent the NFC. Like, I think they can run through Dallas. I think they can run through Philly. So, yeah, I'm going for Niners. I think ultimately it'll be the Niners and the Eagles mm-hmm. at the end. Yeah. Uh, but Dallas, I think, has the best shot out of the four, like the uh, oh, okay. them and the Giants yeah. to actually – because they have the offense. The Giants just don't. I expect Dallas to put up 30 points. Yeah. I do not expect the Giants to put up 30 points. True. So, that's True. just me, though. It's gonna be fun though. I know. I'm so These excited. are gonna be good games. Maybe do sure. cheese. Maybe do cheese next week. Yeah, I, I need to order it. If you order it today or tomorrow. It should be in. Okay. Cool. It should be good. Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah. Awesome. 
So yeah, that's a super wild card weekend, guys. And quick preview for the divisional round. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, so super fun weekend. Great games besides the one tonight. Yeah, like Dallas Tampa Bay was really the only bad game, which we kind of figured it was going to be. Yeah, we did. I mean, you just Brady. I'm hoping that Brady would show up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so now we're going into the divisional round. Hopefully it's four more great games. Uh, and then we'll be talking to you guys next week. Obviously, give us a like, follow us on Instagram, at Average Joe's FD Podcast. Have some videos and clips up there. Uh, download the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, where you do that. Give us a rating, all that good stuff. Yes. And we'll talk to you next week. Ditto. <laughs> Thanks. See you guys.